Welcome to episode 32 of On The Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On The Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. Welcome back to On The Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Dory Clark. This week, you'll be hearing from me, your host. I'm excited to share that On The Schmooze is a C-Suite Radio headliner. C-Suite Radio is a hub for business podcasts. You should check it out at c-suiteradio.com to discover other business podcasts. It's part of C-Suite Network, and they also have C-Suite TV, where you can watch in-depth interviews with business content for leaders and entrepreneurs. The good news, it's all on demand. Check it out at c-suitetv.com and c-suiteradio.com. Now, on to this week's show. Every other week, I'll be offering my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights from me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find the work-life balance that works best for you. This week, I'll be sharing my thoughts on the different ways outgoing extroverts like myself have something I'm calling extrovert privilege. I encourage you to download the transcript of today's tips so you can easily reference them or share them. Visit OnTheSchmooze.com and look for episode 32. As I mentioned, I'm an extrovert. If bonus points were awarded on the Myers-Briggs personality test, I would test off the charts for extroversion. That means I get energy from being around people. I'm able to keep up a demanding schedule while caring for a toddler that would exhaust introverts if they just heard about it. I don't work very hard for this advantage, therefore... I call it a privilege. I'm also very outgoing. I'm a social butterfly in most social situations and have no problem talking to strangers. For many years, I was unaware of the advantages I received for being an outgoing extrovert. I moved through the world oblivious to the struggles of shy and or introverted people who felt uncomfortable or even exhausted in social settings. Thankfully, I'm now much more self-aware and put energy into making it easier for people who aren't outgoing experts to be part of the conversation. For instance, I could take over a small group conversation by telling a funny story, but just because I can doesn't mean I should. Instead of being loud and boisterous, possibly even read as obnoxious, I am much more thoughtful about how to engage in social settings. Now, when someone joins my little circle at a networking event, I'll pause the conversation for a second, say to them, hi there, Bob was just talking about his trip to Alaska, and then turn my attention back to Bob. Wouldn't it be great if this is how all outgoing extroverts use their privilege? This kind of welcoming spirit is a natural extension of the conversation and body language tips I have spoken about previously. In episode eight, I emphasized having open body language. Remember the croissants versus bagels? Even if you are standing with just one other person, you can create a croissant, an opening for others to join you. Stand with your feet shoulder-width apart, one leg back a bit with the weight on your back leg, and then your torso is turned just slightly 
towards whichever foot is in back. Now, you are approachable and can easily invite anyone passing by to join the conversation. This simple physical act is one of the best ways to navigate an event and create a welcoming community space. In a more recent episode, number 28, I shared how you can say very little, ask thoughtful questions, and the person you're speaking with will leave that conversation thinking you're fascinating. As an extrovert, you might need a reminder to say less and listen more. I should know. The acronym I keep in mind is WAIT, which stands for Why Am I Talking? WAIT. Are you listening to this and thinking you don't fit neatly into assumptions made about extroverts and introverts? Being outgoing doesn't automatically mean you're an extrovert, and introverts aren't always shy. These are two different scales and are not directly correlated. Extroversion and introversion, as measured in the Myers-Briggs personality test, is about where you draw your energy. Do you get re-energized being around lots of people or being home alone? Not everyone is distinctly an extrovert or an introvert. Many people will fall somewhere in between. And if you fall right in the middle, you might identify as an ambivert. A separate question is whether you are outgoing or shy. If you're a social butterfly who can talk to just about anyone, you probably identify as outgoing. If you're usually a wallflower in new social situations, you probably identify as shy. Outgoing introverts are mistaken for extroverts, but are exhausted by all the socializing. Shy extroverts go out often, hate being the center of attention, and are usually assumed to be introverts. If a person's sociability is how we determine whether they are an extrovert or introvert, we're likely to get it wrong sometimes. Since extroversion and introversion is also tied to how we process information, it can impact workplace dynamics in ways we didn't expect. You might think you're building a team with an even mix of extroverts and introverts, but actually have mostly introverts who are then dominated by the few outgoing extroverts, which is another common example of extrovert privilege. To my fellow outgoing extroverts, just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's never too late to wait. Thanks again for listening to this solo episode of On The Schmooze. Want an easy way to save the tips from this episode? Download the transcript so you can easily print it or save it in your files. To get started, visit the show notes at ontheschmooze.com. Look for episode 32. And if you want to discover other business podcasts, check out C-Suite Radio at c-suiteradio.com, where you'll find On The Schmooze in good company with other C-Suite Radio headliners. I want to sincerely thank all of you who've already subscribed and left a rating and review in iTunes. By subscribing and leaving a rating and review in iTunes, you're helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. Will you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review? Include your Twitter handle in your review so I can give you a shout out. It's easy to find our iTunes page at itunes.ontheschmooze.com. That's schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. Thank you in advance and look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talented professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking. We'll explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they built strong professional networks on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's On the Schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E.
This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.